0: Hello everyone, this is Tim from the Connorson Thought Factory, Um, coming to you from Far Rockaway. I'm near a train and I'm near JFK Airport, so you may hear some noise, just bear with me, this is raw, Um, like they say, the way Brooklyn people do it, raw. So today we're going to be talking about a few issues as always. And I promised you I would do more. I know I had promised I would do more podcasts in the past. But as you can see, I found the formula and it's working. I'm trying to organize a lot of my um, work. And I'm solidifying it now. You know, it's, 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 it's drilling down, even though I still don't have any stable housing. Um, this is my last month with even being able to do the Airbnb but uh an alternative has come up i'm looking at office space and i say office space because if i can have a private office i can do the work i can do the podcast i can do the lectures for um my website and i can do my writing in a private space where i can plug in my laptop and all that now i can plug in my laptop at the library too i was at the library yesterday picking up some books and they're opening back up. But what's happening is. They kind of have someone at the door. To try to not let. Homeless people in. So you know. They look at you at the door. When you come in. and Sometimes they'll stop you. How may I help you? Kind of thing. And if you're black. You know what that means. You, you What are you doing here? It's basically what they're doing. And. I am homeless, so they can tell, um, and they usually confront me, but then I do have a library card, and I always keep a library card, and I do have books, and I do use it. Um, interesting, I was kind of confronted at the door somewhat, but when I asked for help, there was hesitation to use the machine, um. So that's interesting. It's like, eh, what are you doing here? Once you make it known that you belong there, that you have a card for the services, then it's like a frustration. It's basically like they don't want black men around, basically, but, you know, that's our life. And I'm going to do, I think in my next podcast, a deal where I'm dealing with black couples and why... They don't work or basically the different kinds. Um, Now that I'm in one that's broken, I, I guess I have to. I'm looking at it, reflecting on it, reflecting on my part in it and reflecting on why. They work and don't work. As you know, I did the podcast called Not Husband Material and why I'm not husband material. And in our community I still believe that but it it might not be completely accurate but that'll be for that one for this one we um we're dealing with the issues that I have listed and so yes office space I'm I'm going to try to zero in on some um I've been going back and forth with someone who deals in office space so I'm going to try to get a private office so that I can continue to do the work still live out of the storage if I can get a private office that's if I can get a private office that's um unfurnished and put my desk in there and put my chairs in there then <laughs> that might be the best also I'll have a physical space for people to come and do my do the consultations um do the consultations and um I also have another business where I make uh, body products and things like that it may even be able to depending on what the space is like I may be able to even make products in that space so we're we're going to see we're going to see um but we definitely have something for the Connerson Center to do and um <coughs> So we're going to um, be dealing with that. Now, I want to talk about how 2020 freed us. 2020 freed us all. Um, And it was leading up to that. It was leading up to a great crash, a great reckoning. We were um, reaching a point where a lot of the absurdities, if you want to call it, a lot of the ridiculous... Um, and and, and silliness of our society was showing itself a lot of the delusions a lot of the illusions were breaking down you could say the matrix was breaking down the paradigms were breaking down the plantation hierarchy that disguised as other thing all the disguises were breaking down and finally 2020 it broke down now the ruling class is crafty. So they had a disease to, that they could use to take the blame. Um, if not, we would have still been breaking down, cracking down 20,000, 30,000, 50,000 jobs at a time. Our economy would have been breaking down. Our schools were broken down so long, so long ago. Would have kept breaking down. As you would have had incidents in schools of things happening, children disappearing, children being touched, children not learning, children not knowing how to read. You would have had more of those stories coming out. But they was able to just do a reset, say, all right, let's use this disease and let's just shut everything down. Which my wife used to always say, that's what we should do. We should all just stop. And the problem with that is you have to have courage to just stop. But now people do have the courage. People are walking off jobs saying, eh, eh, this is not worth it. I'm working. And none of you will give me full time hours so I can't get benefits. So I'm working part time here, part time there, running from place to place, sometimes to two or three places. Sometimes to three places, a lot of people doing two places. Everybody's doing two or three things, even if you're doing working for yourself. Like I said, I'm part of two corporations and I'm on, boy, I don't even know how many platforms anymore. I can't count. So everybody's doing that now. Um, <clears throat> So people are walking off. People are walking off jobs. People are saying, pay me a certain amount or I'm not even coming. And it's so many people doing it now because we had to shut down that the ruling class is, is in trouble. They they have to figure out what do we do now. If we subsidize these people, they'll never go back. But these people may never go back anyway because there's a portion of the ruling class that's like, yeah, finally we get to order we get to automate. We've been wanting to automate for decades. At least a decade. And now we get to do it because you have the great reset. But there's another group of the ruling classes like, no, we want our servants back. So the ruling class is at war with at least two or th- at least two or three factions, at least three factions. And we're seeing it played out. Right? And we're the pieces, because we are in the society. Now what, what what's happening and the reason why I say twenty twenty freed us is people are now um Saying, wait a minute. Why are we leaving our lives in the hands of this ruling class anyway? So that every time they fight, we get caught up in it. We need to start governing ourselves. You see more community gardens coming up. And those were springing up more and more. People are doing the gardens. I have someone who's growing watermelon, actually, in the garden. One of my elders. um, And they're growing greens and, and tomatoes and things like that. So... Those kinds of things are happening. Homeschooling is is, is is a thing. And I'm happy to say finally, finally, more black people are homeschooling than every other group, new group. So black people learned from this race shutdown. When they had their children at home, then wait a minute. You know, yeah, my child was learning remotely, but maybe they can learn remotely. And looking at what the teacher was doing some parents was like I can do that <laughs> which which I always as a teacher I told parents you can do what we do yeah we're trained and we know some tricks and things like that but basically if you want to teach a you want to teach a child how to read you read to them you read to them on your lap so they could see the words as you're reading them and then you have them read it's very basic And when we were young, we would stand up in front of the class and read. And that's how you knew who knew how to read and who didn't. They they cut that out. And you had people going from grade to grade who couldn't read. Because you didn't have to read in front of the class anymore. So nobody knew who was good at it or not. And you did assignments, I guess. But you could bubble in anything or you could circle anything. Because the assignments had become worksheets that all the answers were on the thing. On the paper. And if a teacher says. Just circle the ones you think is right. And the person can either guess. Or just cheat off the person they know is smart. Because the students know who's smart and who's not. And most people are sharing that one smart person's brain. And I've seen it done as a teacher. And I've seen it. Um, I've seen it actually encouraged. As a policy. So we found out. The schools were no good. We found out We found out all these institutions were no good. We were forced to accept that they weren't no good. And I think that's the key. Some of us really didn't know. Some of us knew but didn't want to be bothered. Some of us were pretending. Most of us were pretending that we didn't know that these institutions were grinding us down. And white people were pretending they, they didn't know that institutions were grinding black people down. And black people were pretending that These institutions weren't grinding us down so that we can get through each day. Um, That's over. Now, what does it mean to be free? Freedom has a responsibility attached to it. So now we have to do more for ourselves. That's what freedom is. Being able to do more for yourself, to develop yourself. And one of the ways we develop, like we homeschool. We have to come up with curriculums. That's why I started the Connorson Center. One of the things I do is produce content for producers, but I also produce content for people who want to homeschool or want to um, fill in what the school system is not giving, which, let's be, be, be blunt about it, it the Connorson Center will give you 80% of what your child should know, if not 90%, because the school system is only giving you 10 20 on a good day so and i'm not even sure what it's doing if it's doing that now because a lot of teachers are dealing with not wanting to go because of covid not wanting to take vaccines or taking vaccines and not wanting to be around other people who don't have vaccines so it's a lot of issues with the schools right now um and there's new variants There's a Delta variant, but I saw online that there's another variant, a Lambda variant, I believe. So um, there's more variants coming and we might have more shutdowns, Uh, which is going to be interesting because what are they going to do? Well, last time they did a shutdown, to homeless people, which is homeless. So I'll still be able to do these podcasts and I think I'll do more video. My elders and my wife said I should do more videos about. The homeless condition and put it up and let people see Um, and I think I'll do that also a distant thought is maybe running for mayor as a write-in I might have to do that because um some of the candidates are just so out of touch but we'll see I don't know I don't know if that's even worth it the Connerston Center does so much has so much um, content for people so much is so helpful to people that why would I want to run for me or in public office um, I mean if the machine came and said do you want to run I probably would run but you know with my policy housing policy being the center of it all because if you don't have housing I don't see how you do any of the other stuff well you have to have a stable place to live beyond the fact Housing is a natural right. A human right. Even natural right. Animals have housing. And the fact that human beings. So many human beings don't. Is insane to me. And why we allow it is baffling. So. I say you know. 2020 freed us. We have the freedom. Now we have the responsibility. I'm hoping that we. we, Well. It's no hope involved. We're either going to do what we need to do to be fully expansionary beings or we're going to die. Um, You are seeing illnesses due to stress, frustration, mental breakdowns are happening. Um, Physical breakdowns are happening. But a lot of the physical breakdowns are even... Due to the mental stress of not wanting to accept the freedom. Not wanting to accept the reality. People are trying to go back into delusion. And I see them twisting themselves. And sometimes they get there for a day or two. But reality is just kicking ass. And thank goodness that it is. Okay. Before I go on to the next topic, I want to say if you want to support this podcast, you can donate. You can go to my website, to the Connors Center. I'm using Patreon for now. So go to that site and support it. Um, get some help. I just added a, 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 a tier called real help. And it you explains what I do to help people. Um, we got to deal with caring. And we live in a society that has become so selfish. Everybody's about how do I survive? And you have to have people who care. And I have one elder who she really cares about people. People call her up when they have problems. But I noticed that they don't care about her problems. And I was like that. I would always be there for people. But now when I have problems, people are offering me substandard solutions or lip service. Um, Which is a sad thing. I mean, because when you have people like us who care... You have to take care of the people in your community who care, even when you're going to be selfish. Because someone has to care, someone has to live in the we, because when you all live in the I, you get complete collapse and complete breakdown. And the whole idea that you can only work together when it's collapse, when it's complete devastation, yeah, you would want that, but that's not good either because. Once it's devastation, it's almost too late. We are in a new world order, a great reset, where it's all about groups. Groups coming together and accomplish things. It could be two people. It could be ten people. Um, but you cannot accomplish things without groups. Uh, when the schools shut down, you need groups of people. You need places to go. You need sites to go to. You need help. That's why I started the, the Real Help tier in the Connaissance Center when the jobs shut down and they give you the stimulus yeah you have the money but you need help for what's going to happen with work going forward so mm. your own business is yes but you need support and we need to support each other obviously but if I don't if the Connaissance Center doesn't get support and my other business doesn't get the proper support then I can't support the next business and that's the way it is um, Drink some water. I had to turn the fan off. It's real hot because I wanted to do this podcast. So I say all that to say someone must care. And and I think we're in a time when we should all start caring. All become the we. The group. That's what it's all about. We're not going to get anywhere. It's getting to the point where you can't even have... Like, again... I talk about housing. You can't have stable housing without the group. This day of me going on my own and making enough money and just going and renting a place because I'm quote unquote standing on my own or, or or, pulling myself up by my own bootstraps. All illusions. The day of that is, is, is over. Weird to me, I tell you, it never really was, but it's it's over for those people who even were getting through in that way. You need a group. You need a people to come together. You need people to come together to rent an apartment now. Matter of fact, in New York City, and I believe I was told this is happening in other cities everywhere. They're renting apartments for groups. So you'll see a two bedroom and three bedroom and they'll have in the ad that um, three bedroom twenty seven hundred less than a thousand dollars per person. That's the way the ad will read, and this is what they're doing: two bedroom, um, seventeen hundred or eighteen hundred, two thousand dollars, let uh thousand dollars per person, right? So apartments are, be- I mean, rooms are becoming the new apartment. This is what we're dealing with: you share the bathroom, you share the kitchen. Um, in one sense, that's a good thing because it brings you together as a we. But then you're cramming people in that might not fit. You have to depend on one person leaving or not. If one person loses work or can't pay, then you're in trouble. So we still need some kind of policy. We either need an economic policy where we're getting universal basic income or we need a housing policy where everybody has at least a private space and if people want to go in together, fine I I think that's great but you shouldn't have to especially when the housing stock is so much housing stock that's not being used and some of it's not being used by people who own it, investors, foreign investors who park their money here some of it's just not being used because people can't afford to be in it and This people sleeping on the pavement 10 feet away from an empty apartment, I don't know how long that insanity can last. Our public advocate in New York City even said that doesn't make sense that we have empty apartments and homeless people running. I mean, the, the homeless situation in New York City is out of control. And they're not vaccinating homeless people. Matter of fact, they don't even care if the homeless people get vaccinated or not. If you're sleeping on the train. Now, if you go to a shelter, they will vaccinate you, I believe. But I was in the shelter system and they didn't. They wanted me to get a COVID test. But they didn't offer vaccination. So and they were giving me shelter. So and shelters, dorm shelter, which means if somebody has the germ, they're going to spread it easily. So that's what we're living with. Um, That's what we're living with. Before I move on, um, I want to say if you want to support this podcast, you can donate directly or go to the website. I want to talk about Mitch McConnell because this guy, I mean, I, I, I really when you talk about not caring. And I just, I just thought if I had him in the room, I would ask him questions and I would ask him, what do you care about? Do you care about anything other than just holding your office? Holding your position of power, I mean, it's not like he even uses the power for anything other than holding that position. Do you even care about your constituents that they're suffering or done? Nah, I don't think he cares. I know he doesn't care about black people, I know he's racist. I mean, it's, it's terrible, and he's the worst kind because he has a black son in law, um, and the son in law is like, uh. a a prosecutor or an attorney general for one of the states, for the state of Kentucky. He was in the news recently when there was a shooting and he didn't investigate it because why would he, I mean, they were shooting another black person got shot by those, the Kentucky police, one of the police departments. And he didn't push it. He said it wasn't as bad as it was. Then the film came out. The the tape came out and it was like, well, you know, we got to investigate, but I don't think we should press charges. So they pulled him out in front of the world to be a mouthpiece for the system that's destroying his people. And I know he's Mitch McConnell's son-in-law, but, you know, he's still a black man. So... Um I would ask Mitch McConnell, do you do you I know you have a black son in law, but why do you hate black people? Or why do you think that they're not human beings? Or full human beings? Because I really think Mitch McConnell thinks we're three fifths of a human. Um he doesn't want us to have anything, he doesn't want us to get anywhere. He hated Obama and didn't want him to do anything that would help anybody and I'm sure he hated the fact that Obama was popular um he carried water for Trump because Trump was powerful I don't think he liked Trump either which would lead to another question do you just not like anybody I would ask Ms. McConnell do you just not like anyone you know how does that work um I would ask, you know, uh, what is your vision for for the country, present and future? Is it just stand in the way and let things disintegrate? I mean, because I mean, you could say that things disintegrate, we could build something else back in its place. So, is that your is that your plan? Which it seems to be. Um, why why do you want to keep creating poverty? Because poverty is not natural; it's created. And you know these are some of the questions I would I would ask Mr. McConnell because I I find his kind of person just people like that that just don't care about anything, um and just get up every day and go and sit in their seats of power and just watch everybody else get. As Pascal would say, ground into powder, into dust. I find those people is there's something missing in those people, and um, I've seen people like that up close. So we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, I don't think he's gonna leave the Senate. Uh, well, wait, basically he he did almost. He did barely win his seat the last time. So maybe, maybe he'll get knocked out. Because if they're going to do a great reset, you can't have people like Mitch McConnell around. But he represents one faction of the oligarchy of the ruling class. And so hopefully that faction loses that old plantation master faction. And you might say that the that the tech fas- faction is bad and, and, and they're they're not that great. None of the ruling class is great. That's why we have to take power back from all of them. But at least they want to give you a universal basic income to feed yourself and to get a piece of shelter or storage for your stuff. That you gotta say about them. That you gotta say. So you know if we don't exert ourselves and if we don't develop systems and institutions for ourselves. If we don't support places like the Connorson Center, then you'd you'd hope that the tech faction, that wing that wants to just free people up and give them a little money and shove them in the corner, you'd hope that that one wins because that's the best of the three factions. Then there's one faction that wants to do half of one thing, half of another, which means nobody wins nobody wins but they claim victory that's the worst those are the worst people you can argue with them and argue with them and tell them why their program and policy doesn't work we have one as mayor of New York City now Don Blasio he's one of those types do a little this do a little of that nobody's happy nobody nobody's really helped or a really small amount of people are helped and Don Blasio would say yeah see you know Our housing program helped helped uh, ten thousand people last year. See, it worked. And you say, yeah, but there's two hundred thousand homeless people that are being hurt by that. And then he'll just say, my our policy worked. Um, School children's brains are being raped on a daily basis. Some children don't have stable housing. Some children living in hell on earth. And they'll say, oh, we have universal pre-K. See, our children, are uh, that helps. Studies say that, you know, people, children universal, you know, who get pre-K come out better. And we have more people coming out of kindergarten who can spell their name. See, it worked. And you're like, but wait a minute. Their conditions and their community did, is not good. It's is, is, is in shambles. Ah, my program worked. So, you have that faction, and um, they're the worst. I mean, I'm getting ready to read Afro-pessimism. It may be to the point where we just, you know, we gotta, the masses of us just gotta shut this shit down and just come up with new things. And that, and that's what we're trying. And we'll see. We'll see if things like the Coniston Center can expand. Things like Black Power Media. Things like This Is Revolution. Things like ADOS. Yes, I like ADOS. Yes. Things like that can expand. And function in their own space. I hope they all succeed. So that there's space for everybody to function. Things like, well... Things like uh, um, the white podcasts and media, they're functioning. They're doing well. Those organizations and institutions are doing well. It's the black ones that we hope that will make it. So um, I, hope, I hope that that is the case. I'm 50. I'm on my way out. But I have young people in my family, I have godchildren, and I I really don't want them to have to grind and have the life I had. I really don't want it. So, I'll do everything I can to make sure that doesn't happen. I'll keep fighting the fight for what it's worth, and um, hopefully you will too. Again, if you want to support the podcast, you could donate directly, I can use it really use it or you can go to the website the link is there until next time please try to be safe try to be sane